um, in the old books, about three quarters of the way down, on page Lamed base. The line starts with the Hineni Sparla El de Iker Hagbala. She says like this: the Hineni Sparla El. We explained above the Iker Hagbala who mitzada keli. That the main Hagbala, as much as we're saying that the Kav is also involved in the measurement, but the main Hagbala is coming mitzada the keli. Yeah. Which we explained already so many times now. Now the Kayachagvul, right, is the power or the potential for a limitation that was existing even prior to even prior to the Tsimsum, right? We had over there before the Tsimsum you had the Kayachagvul and the Kayachabuligvul, right? And the kav, which is in essence a koyach habligvul, right, because it's the light that's coming in, but it's also being impacted by the koyach habligvul because it's a limited amount of light. Skip the parentheses. When the kelim are b'shlemus, I'm like the way it's supposed to be. As yesh v'chinas hagbala, the habdala ben apnimius elachitzonis. So then you have a limitation, you have a division between. The pnimius level and the chitzonius level. Vahainu, what does that mean? The bechinas pnimius akeli or akeli meyer bechinas gilu or yoiser, right? That dafka. What we're saying here is that from the pnimius akli is going to shine, right? The greater amount of gilu or misham nimshach bechinas aor vagilu bechinas sitra de kedusha levat. And the way it's supposed to work is that when everything is happening the way it's supposed to be happening. So then, at that point, the Panemius Akli, right, or the Panemius Akalim, that's where it's shining the light, and the light is in a way of Gilui, and then that light then winds up being impacting Dafka, the things of the Kedusha, right? That's all affecting the side of Kedusha, Levat. Because in that level, then goes down level after level until it finally comes down to the lowest levels. <coughs> but. It's all mitzad the angle of, right, the side of kedusha. Aval chitzonius, but the chitzonius ain't shumi nikav bechinas pnimius bechinas gilior. And this is the key point that he keeps on coming back to for the last like five or six pages now, is that when it's supposed to be the way it is, or when it is the way it's supposed to be, I should say, right. What's happening is that the pnimius alight. Right, the Peninus HaKelim, which is shining the Gilu or is Dafka going where it's supposed to be going, which is the side of Kedusha. Right, that's his whole point. And therefore, you would never have a scenario where Klippa would be getting it from that level. It's impossible. Right, because this is the way it was set up, this is where it goes, and that's it. Finished. Which is not the case. When you're looking at it from the point of view of the chitzonis akelim, the chitzonis akelim, right? There, the light is so mitzumsum, <coughs> and therefore it's not going to be begili. Everyone sees where I am? I'm Lamed base in the old books, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven lines from the bottom. Yeah? So then, if you have chitzonis of chitzonis, which is mamish the inyan of the achorayim, of the Kalim Kedusha, should know you feel the Bechinas 
Moisros, which is coming, which is literally coming from the leftovers. From there, that's where there could be a yinika. That's where there could be this nurturing. But even this is only very limited. According to the parsaos, according to the curtains, in each world. From the Panimis, you cannot have any unique whatsoever. Hashem should shine his countenance upon you. So, this is the way it's supposed to work. The way it's supposed to work is that you have Kalim and you have Or. And the Or is going through the Kalim. And at each level, the ore and the keli work together, and they're able to provide the energy to whatever is happening in that particular world that it's going to. Now, in the kelim itself, you have pnimis of kelim, and you have chitzonis of kelim. And then you have chitzonis of chitzonis of kelim. From the pnimis of kelim, right? So that's where it gets the side of kedusha. It goes to only the things that are kedusha, right? That's what happens. Masha Enkin, when you have that's where you could have potentially a yinika. So that's where you have to say that's where that's where the the klipa is getting its energy from, right? But it's completely limited. It's <coughs> it's very little. It's very little, and it's ve- it's very chitzonius. So therefore, that's the way it's supposed to be set up. Yeah. Is there a Still, when the system works properly with all the light yes. going through it, yeah, because that's where they get their that's where they get their energy from. In other words, Klipa also gets energy from Hashem. That's where it's coming from. The question is, which energy does it does it get from Hashem? So it gets a very very little trickle of energy. That's the way it's supposed to be. And that little trickle of energy goes down into the klipa, and that's how it that's how it works. That's how it's supposed to work. What does it mean? What is? I don't understand the question. Like, what's it? There's no example. It's it's a, we're talking about spiritual things. We're talking about spiritual things. Now I'm talking about like the Empire State Building. You know what I mean? It's this is this is very spiritual things. So we have in the kelim itself. Yeah. The Panimi is a Kalim, you have the Chitoni is a Kalim, and you have the Chitoni is a Chitoni is a Kalim. So that's what he's saying. That each part is supposed to be delivering the energy to its particular Makabo. That's when it's doing everything is supposed to be the way it is. Right? So he says, even this, etc. But from the Panimius Akalim, you would not have any, you never have any Yanika whatsoever. In other words, it would be impossible for the Klipa to get this. And that's why it says, Yair Hashem Panav Elecha. Yair Hashem Panav, Panav from the Indian Panimius Elecha. That's the idea. Ach, however, through the problem of the blemish of our sins, that we are able to pogim the kli, that unfortunately we not only blemish ourselves, but we blemish 
the kalim. That's the big problem here. In other words, when a person does a sin, he's not only damaging himself. So very often we think to ourselves, you know, what's the difference? Right? That's what we just talked about in, in uh, Basilagani. <laughs> One of the main messages of Basilagani was the idea of how the klipa, how the animal soul, wants us to feel like whatever we're doing is irrelevant. Like it doesn't really matter anyway. What's the difference? <clears throat> that was one of the big messages of, of Basilagani. The animal soul is trying to tell you to you, look, it doesn't really matter whether you do this or this, that or that. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. And if anything, okay, you might have to deal with it, but whatever. And, he, and, and what Basilagani is telling us is, no, it's very, very relevant. It affects not only you, but it affects the entire existence of creation. That's a very, very intense concept to think about. <clears throat> so that's what he's saying here also. So he says, now, when we make a pagam, how do we make a pagam? We make a pagam through our avainas. And we make a pagam in the kli. Right? Like, for example, when we make a puncture in the shame of Hashem, so now we have a big problem. Because instead of the Pnimius going to the Kedusha and the Chitzonius by only being a little drop that goes to, right, goes to the Klipa, what's happening now is that we're puncturing the Klipa. So by puncturing the Klipa, we're allowing to flow out the energy, the Pnimius Aura that's there. That's what's flowing out now. And now with the flowing out of the Pnimius of the Aura, right, that flows out to the chitzonius. Yeah? Because now the kli is not complete. In order to, so to speak, means make a hagvala, make a limitation, to make a, a gvul, so to speak, to make a boundary for the light. <laughs> so now the, the, the opposite team right, is getting the energy. That's the whole problem now. So now we have a big problem. Clear? Yeah? Because through this pagam, the level of kalim, that's the key point. What we've done is we've mevatled the whole measurement system. So here, Hashem set it up that this place gets 100 pounds of light, of pure panemiastical light, and this place gets 80 pounds of pure panemiastical light, and this place 60 pounds, and this place 20 pounds, or whatever, and this, the klipa gets the, the, the uh, scrubber deluxe, uh, you know, acharayim to acharayim. And that's the way it's supposed to work. And what's happening now? <laughs> what's happening now is that, unfortunately, the klipa, instead of getting the scrubber deluxe, you know, acharayim to acharayim, they're getting from the from the purest uh, whatever. This is like the example of uh, that the Rebbe brings in, in uh, Yom Ashteyasar, right? In other words, when the king makes a meal, he makes a meal for who? He makes a meal for his the ministers and the big you know his good friends or whatever. And then whoever doesn't eat that, <clears throat> he gives over to right the lesser ministers, and then he gives over to the workmen, the servants. <laughs> Right, that are in his place, and then he gives over to, right, to the, the maid servants that are there, whatever. And then finally, <coughs> whatever is left of the scraps, he gives over to the dogs. But now, what is he saying? 
this is the example that instead of the dogs getting the, the bones at the end of the meal, what they're getting is they're coming to the, to the main table. And they're devouring what's on the main table. Right? It was set for the king and the, and the top ministers and the top uh, you know, diplomats of the whole country. And instead, a bunch of German shepherds are coming and sitting by the table and eating the table. This is, what, this is what's going on here. This is the problem. And so therefore, mevatalim the whole system that Hashem set up in terms of the kavamida. And that's what he says. Mizbatl b'chinas amida da kavamida. Bavadai al pi maimer kavamida kate sam lachayshech. Because according to the kavamida, we put an end, we put a kate, a stopping point to the darkness. She'en b'yecholah sam l'kabel m'v'chinas gilui. Because they would not be able to receive from the level of gilui. The only way that they would be able to receive is from the ribu itzimsumim and chitzonis the chitzonis akelim, from the last, from the most outer level of the kelim. Aval, but here we have the pagama kelim with regards to this pagama of the kelim. Azim is battle medida. Now we battle the limitation. That's the key point. That, that's our problem. Now, it's, instead, the klipa is receiving from the panemius, and we have a big problem on our hands. Clear? Good? Good description? Clear? What's going on? No. <coughs> and this is v'naikiv shem havaya. This is what it means when we say we puncture the shem havaya. Because through this, the or pnimi goes out to the klipas and sitra acher. Nimshach lehem toisefes chayus gives them additional chayus. And this winds up becoming a kiyum and a chizuk for the evil. And this explicitly is the reason why we are still in Galus. It's pretty sad. Yeah? This is, but this is our problem. This is our issue here. This is what's going on. Clear? Yeah. It'll make a bigger, bigger hole in the same place. I, I mean, one person that, that does the same Avera, you draw more chayis to the Kippa than the other? Can, can that happen? Mm, you mean if he does it with more excitement or something like that? Depending Could be. I don't know. I think that, I don't know if it's such a, it's like that. I think that whenever, when a person does an Avera, it's an Avera. Aloisa say causes the same thing. Yeah. So there is an idea of like Avera Oh, yeah, different, well, different Averas definitely impact different, uh, it explains it, they cause different holes in different letters and what's going on. That's, that's, yeah, that's for sure true. But in terms of if, if, if one person doesn't read Kriyashma, it's Averas, so another person not reading Kriyashma on time, I don't know if that makes a difference, you know, so to speak. Well, that's probably, that's not a good example because that's a positive commandment. But let's say that one person eats <clears throat> a cheeseburger and another person eats a cheeseburger, God forbid. I think they're doing the same thing. They're just making the hole bigger. Okay, let's go. So he says like this. Okay. Um, 
not just is it a poigim in the shem havaya, but it's also a poigim in his soul. That is, nefesh lokis descends toch into the klipa and sitrach. The kshem shegorim lemaila yiridas haor, just like above, it causes there to be a descent of the or. Shefa ela sitra acher, and the energy to the sitra acher. Kamokain goyim yiridas nafsho. It also is going to cause a yirida in the nefesh also. Right? Right? It's very that's like main the main discussion over there in Igarasa Chuva from chapters like four, five, six, something like that. Ayin Mashikos of Sham so Parakei. The Peirush Pigam Hu Melashim Pigimas Hasakin. Pigam comes from the language Pigimas Hasakin. Like the idea of a blemish or a like a little chip, like a little nick in this in the knife. Talks about it a lot in, in the idea of right and shchita, right? That's what it's making the reference to because in the shchita, you have to have a perfectly uh, sharp knife without any pekimas or anything like that. Behindu shalidei zenivsak hevel hamshachas v'iskashu shel hanishama be'elokus because through this he's nivsak, he's cutting so to speak the rope of the hamshach, of the energy that's coming down, and his connection of his neshama in Elokus. Like it says, Yaakov chevel nachlaso. This is specifically referring to what he talks about over there in the Gerset Shuvah. Like it says in the Pasuk, that Yaakov is the rope of his inheritance. Like we know, <coughs> that a rope is made up of 613 Strands. The Tariq mitzvahs, and these are the Tariq mitzvahs. If you are going to over on one of them, what happens is that we're cutting away these little threads. In other words, the rope itself is made up of all these little threads. That's what's going on. So, as, and that's the rope that's connecting his uh, soul to Hashem. As he starts to cut away each little strand, right? So what happens is that that rope, which was a very thick rope, becomes thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner. And this is the problem. And it causes there to be a weakening, in general, of the rope. So it comes out what? comes out through this sin, through this avera that a person did, he's cutting himself away from his connection to Hashem. And he's been thrown out from the mechitza, from the, literally it means, mechitza means a wall, but from the court, like from the area of Hashem. So he's saying essentially like this, that just like we're seeing that there's a, a very specific uh, measuring that takes place throughout the Seder Ishtal Shalus in terms, of, in terms of how much energy comes down, right? And how much energy everything is supposed to get, right? So that's in a general way. We see that, and when a person, God forbid, does an Avera, he impacts the klal, he impacts the universal <laughs> situation, and therefore he causes there to be a hole, a puncture, and therefore ore that was supposed to be going to one place winds up being sent to another place, or gets being taken away. In the same way, he has the same situation in his own soul. That 
obviously when a person does an Avera, he is causing, right, he is causing his hiskashrus to Hashem to become weakened. How so? Like he says in, in Tanya. Tanya explains that each, the rope is made up of 613 strands. And then what happens is that each time he does this Avera, what's happening is he's cutting one of these strands. He's cutting one of these threads, right? And therefore this thick rope, right, that existed, L'chatchila, becomes weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker. And, and where does his soul go also? We know that the soul goes down into, <clears throat> into the klipa. How so? When a person does an Avera, <coughs> what happens is, is that by him doing this Avera, he's sticking himself into the klipas. He's giving energy to klipas and he's going into the klipas. But not just his nefesh of Bahamis is going into klipa, but the nefesh of the keys, the part of Hashem that's inside of him, is also being thrown into the klipas. And that's the pr- big problem here. Kapish? Good? Okay, very good. Right, yeah. Oyvecha, your, your enemy. Like it says in the beginning, It was the soul of my master, which was bound in a, in a, like a, a, a bound of life. Right? That's when a person is doing Torah mitzvahs. Through this, he winds up becoming connected and one with Elokus. Beyeser she'es in a tremendous way. Beyeser es and even more mikfit is mida betchilas briyaso. This is an unbelievable point. You see what he said here? He says like this. What's the chiddush here? You see what the chiddush here is? Anyone catch it? What's the chiddush? The chiddush here. Yeah. That's right. He's saying that by doing Torah mitzvahs here, he makes even a stronger bond with Hashem than he was before he came, when he came down to this world. That's an incredible idea. That's what he says. He becomes even more connected to Hashem than the way he was when he first arrived in this world when he first was created. Yeah, is it clear? Yeah. Amazing. That's like, uh, right? You'd imagine that when the soul comes down from Shemayim, right? It's the most pure state it's ever going to be in. Right? Didn't do anything. Nothing could have gone wrong. Nothing. There's no problems. You'd imagine that this, was, this is the ultimate. And then he says, no. That really through doing Torah mitzvahs, Right? By doing Torah mitzvahs, a person is able to reach even a stronger connection to Hashem, i.e. by being down here, which is one of the concepts that it talks about in Hasidus, why this world is the greatest. Why? Because in this world, you're able to unite with the Eibishter himself. Masha'inki in every other world. In every other world, you don't have that opportunity. Here, we're able to connect to at Atmos. That's the unbelievable thing. And that's that's what we're referring to here. That this is this is what's so unbelievable, Baruch Hashem. And he's, it's an amazing thing. Aval, but let's just we'll do one more line. Then I, I think I had it for today. Can't do anymore. You know what? Let's stop here. Actually.
We'll start with this positive point. This is a, this is a very positive point. <coughs> Just think about it. <coughs> that a person, through being in this world, by him dedicating himself to Torah mitzvahs, is able to make a, even a bigger connection to Hashem than it was when he was born. All right, let's stop with that. Okay, guys, sorry.